Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that does not have TikTok. And after today's TikTok Tuesday, we'll never have TikTok. <laughs> My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places where you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Miss 305. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. How are you? Cold. Cold? Is but, it, I mean, but it's kind of warm outside, though. I know. It's just... Well, and it's even warm in the office. It's just mm. really cold in the studio. Mm. I've also been sitting in here for like two and a half hours, yeah. so that doesn't help. Doesn't help. Today is Tuesday, April 4th, 2023. 233 days to Thanksgiving. Happy... F- 40th birthday to Eric Andre. Oh, how about Eric that? Andre is 40 years old. Let's go over the hill. There's like, I don't know. There's like, and they're, they were all on adult swim, mm-hmm. but like they're like between Tim and Eric mm-hmm. and Eric Andre. Let like there's just in. like these, these weirdo, <laughs> these weirdo comedians, but like, if you've never, if you haven't seen, I think I've recommended this before, and we've got a big show, so we'll get into this in a moment. Um, if you haven't seen what Tim Heidecker's been up to lately from Tim mm-hmm. and Eric, he has a like 13 year running internet series called On Cinema at the Cinema, which is like ostensibly like the world's worst movie review show, but it's amazing and like has like deep canon involved. Anyway, you should go watch it. It's been All a weird show say. already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, on today's show, it's episode 1566. On today's show, folks, uh, we're going to celebrate Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. By talking about the top returning rushers in Texas high school football heading into the 2023 season. And then back half the show, we're going to talk to a gentleman who will get to welcome back one of those guys. Godly coach uh, Curtis Lowry will join us to talk a little bit about his Bearcats. They had an outstanding uh, 2022 season, uh, made it to the third round of the playoffs for just the third time in program history. Uh, I think they wanted the playoffs at 5-5, five and five, mm-hmm. and then uh, hauled off and, and, and made it into the regional semifinal. So we will hear from uh, talk to Curtis Lowry coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? Yes. Yes? What's, what are you giggling at? Yo, new stepdaddy. 
is the first one through the door. I'm sorry? Zill0678. Wait, no. Nick Morton and Coach Terry can Crawford. We, can we back up? Who was the first one through the door? Yo, new stepdaddy. <laughs> you told me to read the first four. <laughs> I do as I'm told. <laughs> to be fair, you were the one that said you don't want any more normal names. Great point. I have, well, I have, I have brought <laughs> you, this upon myself. You did this. I've brought this upon myself. Anyway, let's get into a pickle because today is Tuesday, April 4th, and that means it's Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. It's Math Tuesday. Here on Texas Football Today. What a program. Every Tuesday during the offseason, we, uh, we dive into the numbers of Texas high school football to, uh, to get you up to speed on, on things on around math. the state of Texas as far as numbers are concerned. And we've been kind of running through uh, some of the top returning statistical leaders heading into 2023. And, and we, we started off with the passers, right? Everyone would talk about the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about the, the, the receivers and the, the guys who were on the other, the, the other end of that. But we haven't talked yet about the running backs. And, 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 and I think that it is um, common to kind of dismiss the running back in this kind of day and age simply because the passing game has taken over. We talked at length about it whenever we were talking about the, the uh, top returning passers, about how the records for Texas high school football, like the single season passing records, have really skyrocketed in the last 20 years mm-hmm. um, because people have been throwing the ball more and they've been moving more towards the pass and away from the run. And so perhaps you would think, oh, well, that just means that nobody's running the ball anymore. And that's just frankly not true mm-hmm. um, for a number of reasons. <laughs> One, there's 1,500 programs One in of, this yeah. state. One of them is that there's just a lot of teams that just like to run the ball. Yeah. Like, like even if you, even if there are teams, a lot of teams that are going to the spread, there's still a lot of teams that just line it up and run the ball. Mm-hmm. But furthermore, I also think that what is more, what is more common than just going to the flat out, spread it out air raid is using the pass to set up the run. Correct. I think that is kind of what has, has flipped in a lot of ways. We It used to be you run the ball to then pull play action and hit them over the top. Mm-hmm. Now I think that you pass to kind of unload the box to allow you to run into it. Mm-hmm. And what that has done to me what 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 you've seen is that the spread offense and the high powered passing offenses have only helped to make running backs more effective yep and i would love to see the yards per carry in 19 uh, you know 1982 versus 2022 mm-hmm. and i wonder if yards per carry are up simply because the pass now makes it so you can't just load nine guys in the box. Mm-hmm. So that that's to say that there are a lot of outstanding running backs across the state of Texas. Pickle, do you know who the leading rusher in Texas last year was? Any not not the leading returning rusher, the leading rusher. Uh was it Bryson Washington? Mm-mm. No. It's your boy. My boy. From Mineola High School. Dawson Pendergrass. Dawson Pendergrass. Justice for Dawson Pendergrass. Was state's leading rusher last year. 
but I gotta meet that kid. <laughs> but I've met him. He's great. I know. Um, he's gonna be a Baylor with Bryson Washington. Uh-huh. Um, but he is not coming back. He is at Baylor, as we mentioned. He signed with Baylor. So let's take a look at the top returning rushers in Texas high school football entering the 2023 season. And at the very top is a name that perhaps you haven't heard a ton about. Mm-hmm. That is Landon Figpin. Amazing. At Godly. We're going to talk with their head coach coming up here in just a moment. But Landon Figpin is a 3,000-yard rusher. Yes, really. He ran for 3,000 yards last year, 3,047 uh, to be exact, and uh, was outstanding, obviously, and will be uh, did it as a junior and will be coming back uh, in uh, at, for his senior season. Uh, he joins very elite company. Um, in Texas high school football, in UIL 11-man Texas high school football, there have only been... Let me see if I can do this real quick. There have only been 56 seasons of 3,000 yards or more. Only wow. 56. And Landon Thickpin is one of them. Um, what he did last year as a junior was impressive. He will be back as a senior uh, you know, for Godley. Second on that list was a name that maybe you did know because they made it the regional final and they were, and this was the guy who was kind of the, the big star. Was the sophomore running back at Toller, Peyton Brown. Peyton Brown ran for 27-77 last year. He's the second leading rusher. Comanche Sawyer Wilkerson is in third. Mm-hmm. There. Uh, an outstanding season for him with 26-01. Then you get to number four. Mr. Texas Football. The Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year, Terry Bussey, who, and I can't stress this enough, not a running back. Nope. A quarterback is the state's fourth leading returning rusher in Texas high school football. And if you want to know why we gave him Mr. Texas football, that stat by, alone. <laughs> and, and by the way, look up and down. These are You have a lot of outstanding, outstanding running backs out here. And Terry Bussey outran them as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Payne is a perfect example. Jeremy Payne down there at Fort Penn Hightower is fifth on this list. Ty Ty Byers at Montgomery Lake Creek staying down there in the Houston area uh, is number is number six. Caden Landry is a name that I think flew under the radar but was unbelievable for Dallas Carter last year. He's back after running for 2,300 yards. Kiefer Sibley at Waco Connolly uh, is eighth on that list. Ricky Stewart at Chapel Hill, uh, a speed merchant out there at, uh, at uh, for the Bulldogs is number nine. Nate Palmer is back for Decatur, which is uh, not going to be welcome news for a lot of uh, the 4A, but Nate Palmer is back after running for 2250. He's 10th on the list. Fabian Garcia down there in the Rio Grande Valley uh, is 11th uh, after running for 2230. Davion Godley, not to be res- uh, mistaken for Landon Thigpen from oh, Godley. Godley. <laughs> But Davian Godley from Fullshear is back after running for 2187. Which is a really good example of like even with the pass assisting mm-hmm. the rushing numbers because Fullshear loves to air the ball out. Yes, they do. Yet they still have one of the top rushers in the they state. Just, they just had a lot of everything last year. It's just <laughs> like, what if we just do every, everything? Do a little bit of everything. Um, then we had uh, then you had uh, Aiden Martinez Brown, who's a pretty remarkable story himself. Remember, mm-hmm. he was the guy who took over for Marquise Collins. Was supposed to be the backup this year. He was year. supposed to be the backup. He ends up being he ends up being the uh, the thirteenth leading returning rusher in Texas high school football entering the twenty twenty three season. Renee Martinez at Falfurias fighting jerseys. Also, 2,100-yard rusher. Our second quarterback on the list here is Jaime Butron, uh, the quarterback from Sonora, who ran for 21-14. He also threw for 16-40 last year. He was impressive. Noah Long 
back for Liberty Hill uh, after an impressive year, which ended a game early. Remember, because he got injured in that uh, in that. Uh, that oh yeah. Resta- uh, re- save save quarterfinal regional. Yeah, final. yeah, it was bad. He got too. injured. Uh, Tate Maruska at Stephenville is back after a, a two thousand yard uh, rushing season. Keegan Ash at Mount Enterprise is eighteenth on the list. Uh, Chase Bingman at Terrell is nineteenth, and rounding it out, J.D. Bell will be back for Mart, the two A Division two state runner up, uh, leading the charge there for uh, the Panthers. So there you have it, the top returning rushers in Texas high school football. You in the eleven man ranks entering the twenty twenty three season. A couple of quarterbacks on there, uh, and then a couple of. But I think perfect example what we were talking about at the beginning with kind of the balanced offenses. Look at Stephenville. Look at Fullshear. Mm-hmm. Look at College Station. I would put them in that same regard. Uh, Chapel Hill, same way. Mm-hmm. These are offenses that are oh. not like ground and pound slot tees. You've got some of those. Mm-hmm. Liberty Hill on there, right? With a 2,000-yard rush, 2,100-yard rusher himself. But instead, you've got these balanced attacks that, yes, they're able to throw the ball but that doesn't mean they can't run the ball either, mm-hmm. as evidenced by this list. So there you have it. The top returning rushers in Texas high school football entering the 2023 season on this Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider going to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to get the 2023 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed directly to you before it hits newsstands. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Now, a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR Now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. And let's go to Johnson County to talk with the head coach of the Godly Wildcats. We're joined by Coach Curtis Lowry. Coach, how are you? Doing fine. How are you doing? Doing excellent. How are things down there in Godly, Texas? Going good. Going real good. Having a good offseason. Kids are working hard and getting ready for next season. Well, and you guys have ample reason to be excited about next season, considering what you guys were able to do uh, last year. I want to take you back to... uh, Let's just say October 15th. It's the day after uh, you guys uh, uh, drop a, a, a district game to Glen Rose, a district rival. At that point, you guys are 2-5. and five. Um, 
essentially the rest of your games are must win from that moment. What happened at that point that had you guys running all the way to the state to the to the regional semifinals? Well, you know, I mean, it's a testament to our kids, and you know, the um, I couldn't be more proud of those guys. The off season that they put in. And a bunch of those guys came off a season from last year. We were three and seven, and then start out two and five. They had every chance to just fold it in and say, "Well, here we go again," you know. And um, but you know, it's a testament to the kids, and you know, we just kind of sat down as a group and decided what we wanted, you know, out of our season. And they, uh, and instead of folding their tent, they decided to bow their necks and and compete and you know the kids just they found a way to they found a way to get it done was there something specifically that you saw change or click was it just an attitude thing of 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 guys in the room saying we're done losing we're going to make it we're going to make this season as special as we can uh well you know we had some guys uh injured early and uh we had some guys out of position. We moved some positions around and had guys competing for jobs. And it, it was one of those things where nobody, there was no sulking going on and, and everybody just wanted, wanted what was best for the team. And, uh, you know, we had, we, we moved some guys up and we competed for spots and, um, the, you know, the character of the kids, there was no, you know, it wasn't poor me. It was I just I'm just going to get better. Talking with Curtis Lowry, the head coach of the, of the Godly Wildcats here on Texas Football today, get involved in the conversation in hashtag TF today. Um, coach, you know, we, we hear a lot about how how winning is contagious and how it kind of uh, it kind of feeds the next year. Uh, early in this off season, now you know here in in April, do you get the sense that there's a little extra pep in in, in the step considering the success you guys had late in last season? No doubt, no doubt. I think that uh, I just. You know, I think that each year the class before them, you know, kind of lays the foundation down, the work ethic, and shows, shows the younger kids how to win, how to be successful. And, you know, I, I think success breeds success. And, you know, I think that uh, it's hard to be successful. You know, we tell our kids all the time, everybody wants to win on game night. Everybody across the state, it doesn't matter who it is, and everybody wants to win just as bad on game night. It's how bad do you want it during the offseason. You know, our kids uh, are responding to that, and uh, there, there's definitely uh, a pep in their step and excitement for the next season. Well, one of the reasons I know you've got to be excited is uh, very few people are able to welcome back a 3,000-yard rusher. Uh, in fact, only you. You're the only guy in Texas who gets to do it next year uh, as you bring back Landon Thigpen after uh, after uh, finishing second in the state in rushing and the state's leading returning rusher uh, entering the 2023 season. Uh, the, the numbers are, are, are shocking, <laughs> what he was able to do last year. Uh, 234 yards a game. Uh, uh, as the guy who gets to see him every day in practice and, and as the guy who gets to know him uh, more than just what we see on film, uh, what is it about Landon Thigpen that makes him so special and so successful? Uh, you know, Landon, we've been excited, 
ever since he was uh, when I got here as an eighth grader for him to be, come up here and be our tailback. And, uh, you know, I think Landon be one of the first ones to tell you that it's not just him. It's those five guys up front. And also, you know, big runs. Uh, you don't rush like that without big runs and downfield blocking, receivers blocking. It's a team effort. And Landon's got a lot of drive and a lot of walk, too. And uh, his energy uh, is contagious. And, you know, uh, we've got some good senior offensive linemen that um, that are coming back and excited, you know. And uh, it, it's just one of those things. It's a, it's a team effort. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong. You mentioned the big hog mollies up front. Uh, you guys uh, bring back uh, a, a guy like uh, Ryan, Ryan Gambino, who's an all-state pick for you guys, uh, Kate, uh, Kate Sandheim. Uh, this is a really talented offensive line. It, you guys, it looks like have four starting offensive linemen returning from last year. How how important is that to what you guys hope to do in 2023? Very important. You know, I mean, our team goes where the big guys go on the front, uh, on offense and defense. And uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> you know, first time I've been doing it for 20 years. And it's the first time I've ever had four returning starters with the, with the running back coming back and, you know, and everything being so in place. You know, usually those seasons like that, you know, everybody's seniors and, you know, so we're very fortunate to have those guys back and have the experience we've got coming back. Uh, I, I want to ask you a little bit about the defense. I, I think you look at the numbers uh, overall and and they're not exactly pretty, but it seemed to me that as the season went on, you guys were able to improve defensively and, and really once you guys hit the playoffs, specifically you go into that that play, uh, that, that win over uh, Midland Greenwood and then the, even the win over Seminole, I know that, that, you know, that game got a little hairy late, but your defense really bowed its neck. Uh, what is the expectation for this defense heading into 2023? Uh, you know, just improvement. We're going to focus on getting better. And, yeah, we struggled defensively last year, you know, and the kids know it. And it's one of those things where it's uh, – you know, our coaches are doing everything that they can – to put our kids in a successful situation and we've got uh, we graduated some kids but we got some kids coming up that uh, you know they're they're going to be uh, we're, we're going to put 11 guys on the field on defense that can run and you, you know I, I look forward to seeing the improvement on our defense this year. Uh, and finally, Coach, talking with Curtis Lowry at Godley here on Texas Football Today. Finally, Coach, I want to ask you about your district, District 4-4A Division II. Uh, you've got a state semifinalist in there who took the state champion to the wire uh, in Glen Rose. You've got another team in Ferris that won a playoff game. Uh, uh, Hillsboro, I think, got better and better as the season went on, uh, not to mention you know, uh, resurgent teams potentially in Benbrook and, and Venus. Whenever you take a look at, at what you guys are going to be up against in District 4-4A Division II, uh, how do you see it i'm excited about it i'm i mean i'm really excited about it i think that uh, you know I, I started out i was in this district a long time ago i used to coach over glen rose with coach watkins you know and i don't think they've lost a district ball game since he's been there in 2016 when he got there and 
you, you know, it's uh, Ferris has continued to get better. Hillsboro's continuing to get better. And I think it proves that our district is a tough district. And it's exciting to uh, roll in to, you know, we got a good, uh, tough non-district schedule. And I think it'll prepare us for uh, tight ball games and uh, an exciting district play. And, you know, and then from that point, uh, going through district play, I mean, it's like – three seasons, you know, and that third season going to the playoffs, I think we'll be really battle-tested against really good teams and, you know, prepared for the playoffs. He's Curtis Lowry. He's the head coach of the Godly Wildcats. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again on a fantastic 2022 and looking forward to seeing what you guys do this year. Greg, thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. There he goes. Curtis Lowry, head coach of the Godly Wildcats. Join us here Texas football today. By the way, fact check. Mm-hmm. True. Glenn okay. Rose has not lost a, a district game since 2016. They've won a 31 straight. Yeah. How about that? Um, yeah. So they have the one, two, well, three, Well, they darn four, sure almost five, beat six, Carthage seven, this year. Nine, <laughs> That's a big win. 11th, 12th. They have the 13th longest active district winning streak in Texas high school football. But yeah, Godley, Godley was one of those teams. I, I, I didn't want, I hate asking coaches about, hey, remember all those games you lost? Yeah. But they were two and five and had kind of gotten run out of the barn by Glen Rose. A lot of teams ended up getting run out of the mm-hmm. barn by Glen Rose. But between that and the loss to Ferris, they had lost to Gatesville in non-district. They had lost it. They kind of gotten, gotten kicked into the sun by Paradise. They'd mm-hmm. gotten beaten by, uh, by West. Turns out that those teams, specifically West and Paradise, ended up being pretty darn good. Yeah. But at the time, but, we didn't recognize so that. So you're two and five, and entering, you know, the part of your, the part of your district that it's like, all right, it's, it's winning time. Like, you can't, you can't really cough it up. And they, they haul off and win five straight, including, you know, two playoff games and make it to the third round of the playoffs for just a third time in program history. Uh, and with a guy like Landon Thickpin back and four starting offensive linemen, mm-hmm. if that defense, I'm telling you, if that defense can just take a step. Glen Rose, I think, Probably has to be the favorite in the district. I yeah. think making the state semifinals, even but 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 they're losing Hudson White. They're losing a mm-hmm. lot from that team, especially that offense, which is so dynamic. If Godley's defense can take just a step forward, and they can stay healthy on the offensive line and at running back, then they're going to be a force. And and I'm excited to see what Godley does. I think four four A Division two at the very top of that. Uh, let's see, they played in week eight last year, so I imagine if the schedules are the same, they'll flip it and it'll be uh, it'll be Godley at Glen Rose uh, sometime around in, in mid October. Mm-hmm. That'll be box office stuff. Yeah, that'll be a good ball game, and I'm excited to to see what happens. So anyway, we appreciate Coach Curtis Lowry hopping on with us. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, we talked about one of the state's leading returning rushers being a quarter back at number four in Mr. Terry Bussey, who was the Mr. Texas Ball Player of the Year. I remember that. Yeah, it just happened. Um, Funny enough, Powers, Greg Powers, our director of recruiting, has an article out right now about which colleges he thinks has the best chance to land Terry Bussey, which if you haven't been keeping up with his recruitment, obviously we've known for a while he's very good. Um, Colleges are definitely starting to take notice of that. So he has an unbelievable offer list, but Powers has an article up right now about where he predicts 
would have the best shot to land Terry Bussey. So it kind of went hand in hand, but very interested to see Power's thoughts on that. So anyway. So go check that out. Check that out on TexasFootball.com. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again once again to Curtis Lowry of Godly for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.